Wow, 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 wow. Hello, Brett. Welcome to Think Fresh, a podcast dedicated entirely to Subway Services. I'm your charming host, Ty. I'm joined by my almost as equally charming host, Eric. How are you doing today, Eric? Maybe not as charming, but definitely taller and more attractive. Hey, height. Do with this. You can't tell height by voice. Actually, I think you can. Do, do I sound shorter <laughs> than you? <laughs> you sound like the six inch, and I'm the twelve inch dog. Yeah. Um. You know, you ready to uh, megalize marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> For the predators who don't know Man, what yeah, the fuck I'm talking about, uh, we got some decriminalization of drugs in Oregon officially beginning today. Uh, so Ty, does that mean that you know? your subway addiction uh, is decriminalized. Does that mean it's destigmatized? Am I allowed to talk to like <laughs> um, other girls about it? People? <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I do find it to be a kind of funny slash charming icebreaker. You know, like you can always mm-hmm. say like, you know, dumb question, but what's your favorite subway order? And every single person has one. I've never met a single person who doesn't have a subway order. Even if they like we'll never go there. Yeah, it's a really good point. Uh, and it, that's kind of the funny thing about Subway as a drug is that it's, it's one of those things that isn't really like talked about openly. But like, if you're at the back room of a party and someone like brings it up, you're not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, sometimes like, it, it's not even just back of a party. Like when it hits, when the clock strikes 3 a.m. and you could be drinking, you could be drunk, or you could be like stone cold sober. When it hits 3 a.m. and you're at that point of like, like, fuck, dinner already wore off. You know, I can already get, I can feel myself getting hungry again. This is now the time where we order McDonald's or Subway. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's like so hard to say no to. Like you can't go to bed hungry, dog. Mm-hmm. It, it has this siren, siren call. It, it sure draws does. me in. It sure does. It's a really hard thing to say no to. Um, Damn. And then once you start getting to that habit, it's like, you, you'll find yourself eating you know, a foot long every, every night at, at 2 a.m. Wow. The, uh, the 12 inch, the, the late night, 12 inches. Yeah. <laughs> irresistible. Subway after dark. <laughs> do you think Subway could yeah, like, I think like, Oh, do you think Subway could like lean into, uh, being like a bad habit, but like we're making bad habits good again because we're like, you know, as far as bad habits go, this is like the least bad one. <laughs> it's like you're eating at least vegetables. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see Subway rebranding to be like, oh, we're for the baddies now. Like, mm. fuck health. Like, oh, or, no. or not even that. It's like, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's cool to eat, eat healthy, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like they, they uh, associate themselves with drugs, then maybe that's their way to like make vegetables cool. It's like, you're going to be addicted to this sweet onion sauce. It's so damn good. Mm-hmm. I guess is what like Fat Burger was trying to do with their name. Like, like we're not trying to be like fucking keto friendly here or like mm-hmm. protein style. <laughs> we're 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 just trying to you know appeal to people who like just want to eat dirty to like embrace their cheat day. You know, just acknowledge that like yes, today I'm not working out. Today I'm eating well because I'm training my mental health. I'm this is a mental mm-hmm. health day. I love that. And I might even have a cigarette after this double quarter pounder damn back-to-back vices yeah Yeah, i love the idea of like 
walking into a uh, fast food and just like feeling like I can go like totally like Charlie Sheen on it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just a, a bender. Yeah. Full marinara tiger blood. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mess. <laughs> but dude, you're so right though. Like, I don't know, continuing the train of bad decisions <laughs> after, mm-hmm. after a, a subway, no pun intended. Um, but yeah, I think that's like nice. a great feeling. Like, you know, hacking a dart after you finish a sandwich that you shouldn't have eaten in the first place. Um, you know, com- mm-hmm, combating mm-hmm. the hand smell in a very uh, rugged and cool way, if you ask me. Because nothing has a stronger hand smell mm-hmm. than an than a American spirit light. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is, I think, to take this back to Oregon and the decriminalization of uh, drugs in Oregon, I think it's ultimately good for Subway because when you make all drugs slightly less cool by making them publicly accessible, then that makes Subway more cool by comparison because you've, you've taken, you've like lowered the ceiling on coolness. Oh yeah. True. It's like, if you're willing to like hurt yourself or like, you know, make bad decisions for your body, um, you know, Going to Subway is not very different from, you know, getting uh, getting an eight ball from the guy on the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like, either way, you're gonna feel feel sick afterwards on that come down. You're gonna be you're gonna be tweaking a little bit. Yeah, true. Just to be clear, on this podcast, we don't condone the use of drugs, but we do um, you know, fuck with one drug specifically, and that's the drug of love. And in on oh, this yeah. podcast, we love Subway. <laughs> <laughs> wow he finally came out and he said it eric loves subway I'm, we got I'm that on record of, yeah i'm coming out of the freezer on this podcast and declaring my love for <laughs> footlogs damn well um, i'm proud of you that's just a big step is um acceptance mm-hmm. so if you're if you're somebody who's addicted to subway are you going down the jared route are you dr- dramatically losing weight and losing friends or, or is it just one? <laughs> is it just one of those? <laughs> so the question is, if you are um, investing your whole life into one type of food, how will your life change? Uh, yeah, exactly. And specifically Subway. Like, you know, they claim that it's fresh and that it's healthy. But if by eating it every day, are you actually gaining weight because you're eating like fast food? Like you may already be eating healthy. Or are you, you know, going full Jared and losing weight, but also potentially making some very disgusting decisions, uh, life choices along the way as well? Well, I think the best way to answer that is to reflect on our own lives, Eric. Look in the mirror, because we might not go to Subway. We haven't been there in a year, but in the last year with the glow up of this podcast, and um, we're now an international podcasting success, uh, I feel like my life has been um, orbiting around Subway in many, like a multitude of ways. So I think about my own life and how this this podcast and Subway has only brought me closer to fame. It's brought me closer to um, financial success. It's given me everything I've wanted. So I think the more one, based on a sample size of one, the more that someone invests in Subway, the more Subway invests in you. That's a fascinating take. Um... And it's nice to get the qualitative uh, insight there along with the quantitative. But, uh, you know, personally, I don't know if I can share the same sentiment. (laughs) 
Some, somebody's been uh, shorting you a couple inches. <laughs> somebody's been shorting the stock over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been placing a bet on my own failure, but uh, oh, no, nah, it's chill. I just can't eat it that much, dog. It's like I this new lifestyle I have in this uh, pandemic is I'm cooking for myself. I'm working out literally seven days a week, and I just cannot. I cannot take down a twelve inch like that anymore. I will, however, fuck up some crazy bread <laughs> from mm-hmm. Little Caesars, but I won't. I won't be, uh, you know, having the Italian herbs and cheese version of that. Yeah, I am scared to take on twelve inches right now. Like going a whole year without it, like my body isn't ready anymore. Like it'll <laughs> throttle me. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna Dude, tap it at like seven inches. Here. Yeah, yeah, take it easy. <laughs> Stretch out the mouth, the jawline a little bit. You know. It yeah, hasn't stretched true. like that in a while. A, yeah, true. You're going to have to like go quad sauce on it. Uh, just to make sure it's nice and wet. For the first <laughs> Lubricate it up. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Just, yeah. Damn. It's good. That, that's a bit of a handicap. Them? Yeah. I, I've noticed this with myself recently. Like I, uh, I find it really hard to decide where I want to eat out. Um, like when I decide like, okay, I, today I'm going to go to a restaurant. I don't have groceries. I'm going to, you know, find someone to go with me to a restaurant and I find it extremely hard to decide where to go because it's like a way bigger occasion now it's like oh if I'm going like once a week to a restaurant like I have to make it count I can't go somewhere where it's like I'm gonna risk a bad meal or Mm -hmm. somewhere that's like oh I can make this at home or you know so I end up just like pondering over like where I'm gonna eat for like an hour and then Mm -hmm. by the time I actually get to the place that I'm starving I'm just like I'm a fucking rabid animal. I'm like, give me this fucking foot long. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Like, never before has dining out been such a philosophical affair for me because it's not just about decision making. It's also just about, like, the scamdemic has made me realize how much farther a dollar can go in the right hands. So mm-hmm. do I want to give that $1 for, like, an inch and a half of Subway sandwich or do want to put that, invest that, inject that $1 into, like, a local bakery? you know, and have a, have a nice croissant for, for lunch. Yeah. And I've, I've been hearing that around the block, they've been having a ton of those, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm um, going on a croissant yeah, bender. He's on a croissant. I've been Charlie Sheening croissants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we get, before we get back to restaurants, can you tell us what kind of croissants you're mounting down or are you, uh, are you switching it up every day? Are you getting an almond double baked? No, I think all that's bullshit, man. I am a, <laughs> I, I like just like simple high class cuisine. So we're talking just plain, buttery, nice and flaky, hot off the press croissant. Um, I like to tear it oh, a little yeah. bit and uh, feel the nummy inside. Oh yeah, I I, I can't. Oh. I'm addicted. And, wow. When you when you pull it apart and it just like the inside starts to a little like unravel a little bit and like just rip apart and you expose the fluffy oh. interior. Jeez, you want to talk good. about crazy bread? There's nothing crazier than that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So At the you know first month of the pandemic, uh, when I was a deeply confused individual, I in fact ordered a croissant online. I had a croissant delivered a croissant. to me. <laughs> 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 I had I had someone on DoorDash deliver me a single croissant, and what I did from then on, I made some scrambled eggs with it. So I, and then I took the cut. I took the croissant and I sliced it in half, and I made a croissant egg sandwich. Oh wow! See, I I would explore that. I think if Subway had croissants as an option, I think it would be like the three inch. Um, I I would totally try that on a snack day. Yeah, 
like so you know when you get that like three three p.m. grumbly feeling in your tummy. It's not quite dinner, but it's way past lunch. Oh yeah, we're hitting that time right about now. <laughs> yeah, we're hitting that time right now. A taco smoothie after this, but um, but yeah, like just eating out in general has been a you know moral uh, conflict and mm-hmm. like a real big challenge that I had to face. Mm-hmm, um, but it's got mm-hmm. me thinking when we make our inevitable return to big way, what sub are you ordering? Oh, wow. What's up? What will be my, my first, first day, first day out the feds. Yeah, yeah. It's first day out the feds free, free my man Kodak. Uh, <laughs> like what are you ordering? dog? Yeah. Well, I'm already, I'm already imagining the, it's, it's an, it's a sunny day. The air is fresh. We open those doors. Um, the artist says, hello, Ty. Hello, Eric. So great <laughs> to see you again. And we walk yeah. up to that calendar. I'm going to look at that menu and I'm going to say, get me the meatball marinara. I want to go hard into this. I want to go hard Whoa. into it. And to clarify, you mean beyond meatball, right? Uh, yeah, I mean beyond two infinity <laughs> you and sacrifice? beyond meatball. Are you going to sacrifice all morals? Just like, I'm going to go all the way in on Subway. Yeah, man. One? Well, um, if they're going to decriminalize math, then I could probably have some meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they haven't decriminalized the yoga material, the yoga substance in the, uh, yeah, damn. In, the, in, the, in the bread. That's a good justification for Subway to be uh, considered like a light drug use. It's like the chem- chemical enhancements. Yeah, there's a good chance that there's more chemicals in, um, you know, the honey oat footlong bread than there are in, uh, you know, Walter White's blue crystal meth. <laughs> yeah, do you want like a camel-toned footlong or do you want <laughs> camel cigarettes? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I mean, you're going to be huffing them both down in about a minute. Yeah, um, one's just a little bit fatter. Why not both? Why not both, one before the other? Just like that, um, just like that taco, taco mix commercial. What's, what was that? A ta- fuck, what's that one? It's like the grocery store brand of like taco shells. Uh, no name? Nah, I don't know, that's something. But they used to have a commercial where there's like, fuck, do we, guys, do we do soft tacos or hard tacos? And then the, the little girl's like, why not both? And then they mm. hold her up and it's like, yeah, and everyone's cheering. Damn, so you are, uh, why not both these <laughs> cigarettes and sandwiches? Exactly. Why stop at cigarettes? And why stop at sandwiches? Damn. This is, uh, I think the whole theme of this episode is uh, per- Parisian things. <laughs> Cigarette sandwiches and croissants. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And legal drug use? Mm-hmm. I actually don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Damn, man. Um, damn. <laughs> you're a certified freak, Eric. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, you're, you know, certified freak in store soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's going to be February 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Going in, in store soon. Um, yeah. But hey, uh, speaking of avoiding the Subway bread, um, <laughs> would you, I had this thought about like when places claim that they have a protein style option. And I think that's a really funny, positive spin on saying, hold the bread. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is like for your keto so, daddies. It's for the keto daddies out there who, you know, are parking a road bike outside and are, you know, concerned about, you know, wolfing down a, a foot long herbs and cheese. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're saying, hey, can you put my veggie delight inside some veggies instead? Damn. 
I uh can you imagine a lettuce bun at Subway? Is that too much? The lettuce wrap, <laughs> the infamous lettuce wrap, hated by all vegetarians. Yeah. There's nothing worse than walking into a restaurant and you want to order like the vegetarian option on like the burger menu, and then it comes in like a lettuce wrap because they're just trying to appeal <laughs> to all niche diets at once. Yeah, literally. It's like this is for the freaks out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So, so I, would you try a lettuce wrap? I would try it. I don't know how they're going to make the shredded lettuce into a wrap. They have to sew it back <laughs> together. Seems crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because they don't shred it on site, do they? It's on the what, premises. What we've learned over recently, um, shout out to Toasty Productions, who gave us uh, the breakdown of uh, all the vegetables at Subway, previous episode. Uh, but one thing we did learn is the lettuce comes pre-shredded. So I'm not who's I'm not sure factory who's shredding, shredding it. It might be a factory. It could it could be just grown that way for all we know, Eric. Like little yeah, pubes coming I mean, out of the ground. About, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we talked about how you know all fast food is moving towards like bioengineered ingredients and like lab grown vegetables. Um, so I can totally see Subway just like finding a way to grow. Um, a mutated variant of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't need to do that. They will, but they don't need to do that. <laughs> head lettuce <Yeah>. exists. <laughs> but leave they it to Subway to, to blend in some like some shredded up, shredded up active wear and put it into that lettuce to just make it a little bit more like tough, you know, <laughs> hold together. Yeah, just absolutely. Um, some yoga material would work well for that. I think so. I would lean. I would lean to yoga material as well. <laughs> it all makes sense. Damn. Yeah, I, I would try um, a lettuce wrap from Subway. I think that sounds novel and funny. Um, and I've never had a salad. I've never ordered a wrap there either. I have no idea what other gems on the menu exist beyond the bread. Wow. Well, let me tell you, man. Um, the wrap is very good. The only problem is. It's everything that Subway shouldn't be. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little bit too good, and it does not feel like you're eating at Subway because you're not really customizing it that much. It's like all the wraps kind of like come in pre-designed like um, menu options. They don't they don't really let you customize it too much unless you like do it from scratch. But mm. I don't know how often that's happening. Um, but the bread is just what makes Subway Subway, and. But, you know, when I think about our keto friends out there, I, I would rather them opt for a lettuce wrap than a bowl. It seems to be a little more on brand for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a really fair point. Um, I, I would love to, like, interview um, one of these uh, keto daddies for this podcast. I want to get their take on Subway because when you don't have the bread, you're really working with the scraps of Subway. It's like the bread plus the scraps. Your, your kind of options so um it'd be really interesting to see how like someone who's an expert in navigating the menu like do they go bull do they go rap if, if they're an, if they're a weekly visitor what's what's the play mm. that's interesting mm-hmm. what if you um what if when you made a bowl you actually always started with bread so like you you uh you're gonna you say i want a bowl and say okay cool but they put the bread there mm-hmm. and they make your sandwich on bread and then, as a form of protest, they just dump the bread onto the onto the, into a bowl and then throw the bread out. 
Cool. So the bread is just the, the <laughs> plate. It's it, it's a the bread is the, the vessel. Yeah, it's the vessel for all the vegetables that go into the bowl. Mm -hmm. I think there's something kind of cool about that. It's you pick up a little bit of the, the maybe the flavor profile. It like attaches itself to that those tomato juices. Mm. It's almost like a bulimic version. Like it's like instead of eating it and throwing it up, you just like you know like rub it on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pre-thrown up for your convenience. Yeah, exactly. Damn. It, uh, much like the guacamole at Subway. Yeah, that shit's gross. Um, I feel like there is an opportunity though <laughs> to like tear the bread up and make croutons to just oh. kind of accompany the salad or bowl. There's definitely like a crouton play that's missing at Subway, um, which may entice yeah. me to actually order a salad. Like if you can like find a way to work the bread in and trick me, like I'm 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 sold on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean. We've talked about it before, but if they had butter and like maybe some kind of garlic rub, I would love to have, you know, a couple pieces of bread on the side with my salad. Damn, if there's two things Just, Eric like, loves, on. it's garlic and rubs. Let me tell you. Dude, I love rubbing down some garlic on my, uh, what's it called? Pan, pan con tomate. Yeah. I, uh, shit, that yeah, shit fire. I, I, I love me a pan con tomate. I, I would eat that every day if I okay. could. Subway should do some of that. I don't trust them to grate tomatoes. <laughs> here's, and here's the thing with like, uh, like high end cuisine is that the more reductive you get, the more difficult it is to achieve perfection. Flaws are more easily recognized. This is why Subway excels because Subway is about maximalism. The more shit you put in Subway, the harder it is to point out the problems. If you go down to like something as simple as just a slice of toasty, a gentle garlic rub, um, and then just a, few, uh, a little bit of t tomato, like the, the room for error is, is very high. So your artist needs to be focused. Yeah. They need to be on their game if they're going to pull something like that off. Yeah. Like if you goof one ingredient, you, that's half of your dish. Mm -hmm. It's done. You know, Throw it you in buy the some like, like you buy some like foo-foo tomatoes and it's just like, like call it, it's a wrap. Like literally that's the star of your show. That's the headline opener right there. Mm-hmm um so yeah it's a, it's a no-go but yeah you're right like i'm trying to i'm still trying to perfect you know a little cacio e pepe mm -hmm. i've been working really hard at that one i've been like just trying everything dog like maybe my timing's not right maybe i'm putting too much water in this <laughs> too much just cacio, like too fuck, much how pepper. do i get this shit right Damn. you need to yeah get... i don't know so I'm, I'm trying to perfect that you need to do one of those like airbnb experiences i bet you if you go on airbnb right now there's like seven or eight nonas that would teach you how to make it wow true just pull up to that crib like post vaccine yo show me how to make this <laughs> elusive it's the elusive catch away pepe yeah. damn but you did send me your recipe for the uh pan con tomate and that was unbelievable yeah. sir that was a great. real hit shout out to sunday suppers for sending me that one friend of the pod yeah <laughs> um yeah that was great i even i even used the little you know heirloom tomato mm -hmm. and instead of it being a bright red uh beautiful color that you know the same one that you sent me it was actually bright neon yellow mm. and that was a really twisted feeling yeah sci-fi <laughs> shit right eating, there. eating like uh, it looked like i was gonna eat some marmalade on on toast but it was like extremely garlicky and tomatoey mm. that's cool there's a um uh, maybe a story there something about playing with the senses mm -hmm. i think kind of like sonic curry <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, I was picking up some uh, tomatoes at Whole Foods the other night and 
I, as I was there, I started to realize like, man, like I usually just go up the street to a local farmer's market to buy my groceries. I don't normally go across, across town to Whole Foods, but the vegetables there were so shiny. And it made me realize like when you buy premium vegetables, are you paying just for a more shiny vegetable? Like, or if you want to go to the, like the, yes. the, just the regular market, you're just getting your mat, your regular matte vegetables, but the premium is for the shiny model. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Like you're paying for, you know, the aerosol water spray to be like evenly distributed on your mm-hmm, vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want like, I don't want some like intern or like a minimum wage worker to be like splashing water on it. I want it to be like gently sprayed and cared for much like my indoor plants. Yeah, exactly. With the same kind of like um, TLC that you provide for those because they are the closest thing you you mm-hmm. have to um, children. Um, mm-hmm. the, I, the thing, why I wanted to bring this up to you is that at Subway, I never really thought about it until now. And I had this, this breakthrough standing in the produce section of Whole Foods was that all of Subway's vegetables have a matte finish. There's a dullness to their, their color. They don't, there's a lot of light. There's light reflecting off the sneeze guard, off the menu. In, but <laughs> it, as soon as that, those light beams hit the tomato, it's like a, it's like a black hole. It just soaks in the light. They're, they're so dull. Mm. What's going on there? Are they just that mm. low grade? Desaturated. It makes the whole store feel more desaturated. Yeah. Wow. That's a great point. There, it's either you know this the environment or the the subject <laughs> in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my bets are on the vegetables not being fresh because they're sitting unrefrigerated. Do we know it? Does the line refrigerate the vegetables, or is it just sitting there? It's room temp, temp man. It's it's like an open air market. <laughs> Jesus, it's a wet market in Subway, but it's mm-hmm. dry, and you got you know your your lettuce sitting out there all day, just drying drying all the way out. Um, you know when I like put a package of ground beef in the fridge and I leave it there for too long, it turns gray mm-hmm. as well. So I understand why that works. Yeah, it's crazy that like Subway's <laughs> the most like omniscient and like socially accepted wet market. <laughs> yeah and forty-four thousand locations yeah most successful uh, marketing I I know where and, yeah no kidding i have my i have my doubts about this whole <laughs> yeah. wuhan thing uh so Jeez. if the veg- this is a kind of weird i'm just realizing this now um i'm thinking about the interior of a subway the walls are this like beige mm-hmm. color they're fa- quite faded the floor is this beige color it's quite faded the ceiling beige mm-hmm. faded the, there's a pattern here so the vegetables are actually like perfectly color matching the rest of the store. There's, there's the, everything is very dull, very desaturated. So it's almost like on brand for them not to have clean vegetables. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and of course you're talking about the old design of the subway interiors, the, the pre-redesign, right? Yeah, I'm not talking about this whole like SpaceX branding of Subway. It's like a rocket ship. Yeah, the, yeah, the Slack HQ of sandwiches. Yeah, it feels feels um, like Jeff Bezos pimped Subway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting take. I think, I wonder if now, because we have, I've never been inside of a redesigned Subway. Yeah. We've, uh, we've only been to the old one in our neighborhood and only actually two two of them in our neighborhood that are old and those uh do a good job of accentuating the veggies but 
We haven't been to a new one yet. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to have to do that soon. I think so too. I think it would be a really fantastic scene report because for you and I, it'd be like stepping into 2050, you know? Absolutely. Moving, moving up. Well, yeah. Well, with that, sir, it's been pleasant catching up with you and have a good weekend, sir. You, you too, King. <laughs> uh breadheads give us a shout on instagram follow us uh you know you know what to do we don't need to pimp our own podcast absolutely give us some ideas in the dms on what to talk about and uh make sure you give us five stars on apple Podcasts. and uh what is it you do on spotify you hit the heart button (laughs) (laughs) damn spotify needs more engagement features but that's for another day yeah Yeah. Okay, Breadheads, catch you later. And I hope everyone has a strong weekend. Ciao.